0: All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's talk about art. Art, 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 art. <laughs> okay.
1: Hello, and welcome to Chick Flicks. I'm Bridget Hovell.
0: And I'm Mackenzie Chapman, and this is A Chicklet, a mini-episode of Chicklicks, where we have a quick discussion of a new movie or TV show. Today we are talking about portrait of a lady on fire. <laughs> we like newscasters. Directed by Celine Sciamma, in this film, a young painter named Marianne is commissioned to make an engagement portrait of a fiery aristocrat <laughs> <laughs> named Heloise. Oh, keep going heloise thinks that marianne is her walking companion and the f- <laughs> and for the first third of the film she does not know that marianne is secretly painting a portrait of her to send to the italian man she is to marry when heloise finds out about the deception she insists on sitting for a new portrait while marianne paints her the two fall in love i have to just say that the reason i was laughing so much it's because I kept saying Aristocat instead of Aristocrat. <laughs> What's the song from Aristocrat?
1: Like aristocats, um, aristocats? I don't know. What's the one that they play on the piano? How do I we, can, either of us not I know can, this?
0: Well, I can picture it like them doing that, but I can't sing it in my and head.
1: Remember how they eat the biscuits in that movie? Yeah, yeah,
0: I do remember that.
1: So what does this, what does Aristocats have in common with Portrait of the Empire? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> class relations. <laughs> Kidding. So um, a lot of people said this was the best movie of last year, but we didn't watch it until this year. So now it's the best movie of this year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people home. like I didn't, I feel like so many people couldn't see it until.
1: Yeah. Like most people, it had yeah. one showing in Houston, like for one day at the MFA mm-hmm. um, in November and I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to wait until this past month to see it. Um, so Celine, the director, has kind of made a series, like a few different, did you see Girlhood? Yes. That was her as well. Yeah. Um, so she's done a lot of movies about coming of age stories for young women mm-hmm. um, and young, like queer and lesbian women a lot. And this mm-hmm. is her first kind of movie about an adult love story. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, it was just so good. I almost don't even know where to start the discussion.
0: I, it was so good. And I think, I mean, I made a joke on Instagram that it <laughs> cured my depression. And by that, I meant my heart was breaking the entire time I watched it, and it felt good to feel. It's a very sad movie, but beautiful and happy as well. Yeah, it's
1: nice that it's a queer lesbian love story that is not super tragic. Uh, You do kind of have this expectation sometimes watching period movies about gay and queer characters that something terrible is going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can kind of, like, heave a sigh of relief watching this movie because um, nothing violent happens to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the the tragedy is just that there's no way for them to be together in this time period. And I've read interviews with Celine where she basically says, you know, like, I was never going to come up with, like, a, a fantastical way for them to be together. It's not like they are going to like open a bookstore together and like live together. You know, Uh, it was always going to end like that. I know this is the kind of thing where you're looking up fan fiction in an AU. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think the other really interesting element about this movie is that Celine and the lead actress who plays Heloise, um, Adele Hanel were partners for over 10 years. Um, and they were in love with each other and they broke up right before they made this movie together. So it has this—I saw someone describe it as like a Russian doll, nesting Russian doll effect. Of Celine is directing an actress to fall in love and gaze upon the actress who she was in love with, mm. you know, for a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's kind yeah. of like they—they they turned their the end of their relationship into like this beautiful story too. Oh.
0: Yeah. It is very affectionate and um it is a lot about the like it's very gazy, I guess. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot about how you look at another person. Um mm-hmm. and but it's almost like it's like this is the right way to do it. Like uh, every other way to look at a person is wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like um because she Marianne is looking at Heloise like trying to Memorize her features So that she can paint it later mm-hmm. Paint her later And um, It's She's looking at her like A piece of art Which I guess is not Like mm-hmm. But in a, in a like hu- like in a, But she's also falling in love with her It's also like a very The first time she paints her It doesn't like they say, it doesn't actually look like her. And then once they like are true to each other, the painting is very different, and mm-hmm. I think does capture Heloise more. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like. It's
1: about like almost consent and to equality too. You know that she mm-hmm. first is like furtively painting a secret painting. Mm-hmm. She's just never able to see or communicate right. with with Heloise that she's making yeah. this painting, and so yeah. that their their love and the painting both benefit from the openness of the relationship that later yeah. comes.
0: Mm-hmm. This movie, I mean, I love movies about mm-hmm. like stopping to pay attention and mm-hmm. like notice little things and I think film itself is just about that inherently because it's like, I've said this before, but like choosing what you put in the frame is so important. Um, and I think, and I'm always trying to like figure out how to put film and art into like my own (laughs) mental health. But, um, so I really appreciated that. And in the vulture Mm -hmm. interview with Skiyama and Hanel, um, the, uh, about they were talking about the last shot of the movie, which is just of Heloise, um, starting to cry when she hears music, and um, she hears
1: the Vivaldi song that she that, um, Marianne played for her.
0: Yeah, and Marianne is seeing her from across the room, and she's crying, and she's so moved, and, um, Hanel says that the last shot was about she had to to do the shot well she had to be very highly concentrated and available for the present time Mm -hmm. and the interviewer said what do you hope that shot leaves the audience with and then Scamma said themselves and I was like you know this movie did that for me like it really made me it like brought me back into my body like Mm -hmm. cleared my like the fog from my head I just was like I was like, I left it and I was like, okay, I'm down to notice like the little things that are beautiful in
1: life. That is a a really great way of putting it. It reminds me of this line in Lady Bird, actually, where Mm -hmm. um, the nun reads her college essay about Sacramento and she says, you have a lot of affection for Sacramento. And Lady Bird like shrugs it off and says, I guess I just pay attention. Mm -hmm. And the nun says, well, what's the difference between, you know, like loving something and paying attention to it? Isn't it the same thing? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what this, this movie is, is kind of about as well. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Celine has described it as being a movie about two tops falling in love, which I really <laughs> love and think that's funny. Uh, mm-hmm. like an interesting way to, to put it for people to kind of like easily get the dynamic between the two, mm-hmm. um, lovers. There's also a third character that I did not expect to emerge as mm-hmm. an interesting part of the movie, mm-hmm. who is the maid mm-hmm. who has a subplot that I did not expect at all. Mm-hmm. um, where she needs an abortion and the Mm -hmm. two, uh, Marianne and Heloise help her get an abortion. Mm -hmm. And then they have this kind of, they take her to get an abortion in town with like, um, an older woman who helps them. And then later that night, Heloise has this idea to have Marianne sketch a painting of what the abortion looked like. Mm -hmm. And she kind of has her say, uh, why, why they're actually witnessing the abortion. She tries to look away and she's like, no, look, Mm -hmm. um, And so there's, like, this ecstatic moment of these three women, like, making art
0: together. Mm -hmm. And them, all three of them living together, Mm
1: -hmm. uh, was one of my favorite segments of the movie, you know? Yeah,
0: me too. It was just, like, the dream. I was, like, I... I. It was so heartbreaking to me because I felt I could feel exactly what they were feeling, which is, like, how nice it is to live with, like, all of your close friends and just be, like... Untouched. Yeah, and just being in this little, like bubble of like Mm -hmm. people you love and then but you know that it has to come to an end like it
1: you're dreading the mom returning you know like yeah
0: yes exactly um but i it in that moment in that little capsule where they were like everything was perfect i was like this is probably like the happiest time they'll ever have and it was like it's so true it was nice to just like relish in that i think
1: so, I put this in our notes, but I thought this was, like, kind of funny that it's a very serious movie, and it's very artistic and beautiful, but the premise of, like, lovers meeting under false pretenses did remind me of, like, a great rom com or, like, fanfic-y
0: yeah, premise, you know? I think, yeah, for sure. Like, um yeah, like 10 Things I Hate About You where he's like tricking her into yeah. whatever yeah. or like stuff like
1: that. Yeah, Where they get close under this different pretense and then it mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was funny.
0: But and I love a- it too because that mm-hmm. often leads to what we were talking about that we love so much where they're like kind of rivals. Like, yeah, rivals are like mean to each other a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's
1: cute. I like when she's like, <laughs> it's not a very good painting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she gets so mad that she ruins it. Um, they are two tops, exactly. Uh <laughs> Um, the I didn't notice this until after I, I read it in a different article, but there's no music in the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where Heloise says to Marianne, like she wants to hear music so badly that she goes to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- that through that artistic decision, Celine is like recreating for the audience, like what it's like to be Eloise, you know, like mm-hmm. unable to hear music in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sound editing is so strange and abrupt for that reason too. Like you're watching a scene, you like hear them like, walk across you know the floor mm-hmm. and uh it's, they're so like earthly in that way too in a way mm-hmm. that i think women are very rarely considered in period pieces mm-hmm. um you know like they're naked in a way that's not eroticized for you mm-hmm. know like male viewership or mm-hmm. um they do things that you just like uh Marianne, when she first arrives on like the island they're on, mm-hmm. she's soaking wet, so she sits in front of the fire naked. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's like crouched over, and so she has like a little belly. Yeah, you know?
0: I loved that. I, she looked so like uh, unafraid. I don't know. She just looks so like herself. I guess purposeful and confident. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and cozy. She had like a, she was smoking a pipe. I was like, yeah, she
1: was smoking a pipe. That was awesome. How,
0: like, how does this very uncomfortable situation? <laughs> seems so comfortable (laughs) right? (sighs) and I love the kind of
1: meta story throughout it of Orpheus looking back at
0: Mm -hmm. Persephone Mm -hmm. I
1: don't know whoever Orpheus loved Um, (laughs) and the like dreamy visions that uh, Marianne has of Heloise before they Mm -hmm. depart from each other it was a beautiful film that I can't stop thinking about Yeah, I can't wait to see it again
0: (sighs) me too it was so good
1: no one star reviews because I'm, I'm not interested yeah. in anyone who would have that opinion of this movie they're just wrong they're just wrong <laughs> um, Mackenzie any other thoughts about Portrait of a Lady on Fire
0: no I think I got it all out even though it was very <laughs>
1: it was like a word salad <laughs> a word salad of beautiful love thanks <laughs> I'm gonna give it a freaking 10 yeah same <laughs> loved it can't wait can't wait to see it again so excited to see it again can't wait for other people in my life to see it so i can talk about it with them yeah i'm Ugh. all aboard oh and to briefly mention um at the uh french oscars uh the Caesars, i think they're called or something um Roman Polanski won a top oh, yeah. award, so the entire Portrait of a Lady on Fire team walked out. And Adele Vanel yeah. has also been in the news recently for talking about the sexual harassment and abuse she faced as a child actor from a famous wow. French director. So, um, just a bunch of really cool ladies made, who made a, a really excellent film together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the dream. Yeah. And fuck Roman Polanski. Yeah.
0: I was thinking uh, about that too, and I was like, should we have done Rosemary's Baby ever? But- yeah. I think, I think we so. talked about it in a way where we were like, "This man is trash."
1: He is trash. He is a literal. And trash. I
0: can't believe he still is allowed to. Like he should not oh, be allowed. But to make these movies.
1: accusations ruin men's lives, Mackenzie.
0: <laughs> his <laughs> the, life should be ruined. His
1: life should be ruined. Well, it certainly isn't. Anyway, <laughs> okay. sorry to end on a bummer note. <laughs> Um, it would really help us out if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChickFlixPod and email us at ChickFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Our next episode airs on March 23rd, and we are doing a strong pivot to two Cronenberg movies, <laughs> The Brood and The Fly, which probably do not have any beautiful
0: lesbian affairs <laughs> <laughs> Um Chickflix is researched and written by Bridget Hovell and edited by Mackenzie Chapman. many thanks to Tim Green Carlson for her music thanks for listening to Chick Flicks. bye